Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast. It's episode 89, 89. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with the beautiful... The dapper, the enchanting Chief Wolves correspondent himself, Mr. Timothy Adam Spears. Tim, how are you? I love it when you say my middle name. I saw your passport, baby. (laughs) Uh, Very nice haircut you've sported this week. Uh, Had a little trim? Yeah. Don't don't be shy. I had a bad experience, to be fair. I had a bad experience at the hairdressers this week. Did you? Yeah, well, I I went there on Tuesday morning. I was going to Wimbledon. Wimbledon, goodness me. AFC Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon. That was an interesting round. When I asked the steward where the press parking was, he laughed in my face, I'll be honest. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't been here, sir, have you? Where was the parking? Uh, It was in a field around the corner with everybody else. (laughs) Uh, Didn't quite, uh, it wasn't very nice. Well, you you, you went for the Warsaw game, right? Warsaw game, yeah. Warsaw correspondent Joe Massey quite likes it, he says it's quaint. Oh, the, the pitch was the pitch was lovely, and it was quaint. But yeah, when you when you just come back from Leicester City and you go into AFC Wimbledon, it's definitely um, definitely slightly different, so, so to speak. So they didn't have their own branded pies like they do. At no, 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 no edible branded pies. To be yeah. fair, a little fox on them. Um, yeah, well, I went into the hairdresser. I thought, right, I need a bit of a need a bit of a tidy up. So I said, take yes, off yes, a centimetre and a half. Now they took an inch and a half off, oh. which wasn't great. And I wasn't really paying attention. Now, as you as you know, Tim, the difference between centimeters and inches Huge. is massive. <laughs> Worth pointing out yes, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, yeah, when I when I kind of looked up and, and saw um, saw what the situation was, obviously I couldn't really get it back. And what, what uh, do you mean look up? What, what, what were you doing before then? I was on my phone. Obviously, I was on my, I was on my phone. I'd, I'd looked, uh, I was tweeting the, the, the amount of your life that you've yeah. missed because you've been looking at your phone. I was looking, I was looking days at my phone. you've missed days scrolling through Twitter. You missed, and... you missed Johnny Castro hitting the post last week. Did he? <laughs> 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 uh, oh dear. But um, so so yes. So um, yeah, that 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 was that really. But you know, hair grows back, doesn't it? Hair grows back, Tim. Well, it grew back last summer. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Miraculously. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, it was... I haven't seen it. I've seen it since Monday. The week that was. Yeah, well, you went to... AC Wimbledon, then I was Villa on, you at Villa on Wednesday. Wednesday. Then the day off Thursday, so that's why this podcast is coming out Friday. Uh, I've been here at the coalface. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Have you? Grinding away. Yeah, bump and grinding. Um, grind, any, any latest additions from Ikea after your, oh. after your wine glasses last week? Anything else? Have you been back? Have you looked online? So I went to Ikea last Sunday. I mean, papping out. And uh, within 10 minutes of arriving, a little tweet pops up on my phone. Well, I've just seen Tim Spears in Ikea. (laughs) So Saturday you've got your own flag, which is incredible. We'll come on to in a a, a later date. Jim Spears. Well, I don't want to talk about it now. I mean, to see to see it to see the flag. It's a Mickey take. I don't like it. Why do you not like it? I think it's a mix between me and Jim Bowen. Well, I, I, don't, I don't mind whether it's mixed between you and Jimmy Savile. It's, <laughs> well, I'm good. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that there no, is no, there no, is no, half no. a Tim Spears flag on the wall at every away game this season. And for me, that is, I don't, however offensive it is. <laughs> so you've gone from that, a flag at the away end in a Premier League round first away game of the season, to being spotted in Ikea. I mean, what's it like to be the new celeb in Wolves? Premier League, baby. I don't know. I just wanted to buy some wine glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Um, People are going to be tweeting your receipts now and all sorts. <laughs> I tell you, it was busy. Was it, it? It took me twenty minutes to park, and then we were shuffling our way around there. Um, 
Where is Ikea, by the way? It's Coventry. We- it's, um, it's Wensbury. I don't know where that is. Off Junction 9 on the M6 near the Warsaw Ground. Oh, yes, I do know where that is, actually. You yes, can see I it do. from the motorway. Well, I've seen the sign to Wensbury before. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> yeah, Wensbury's not your kind of place. No. But there's a weird mix of people in there. You, you've, you've got your people that you wouldn't even look at if they're on fire. Oh, no chance. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, That's oh, a know. terrible analogy. Um, and then you, uh, there was some women in high heels and, and dresses. Uh, now it's getting more appealing. Very, very, very strange. Some very smartly dressed people. Some mm. very unsmartly dressed. Um, very busy. I, I, the highlight was sitting on the sofas and lying on the beds. So that's what I tend to do. Really. What, just testing out? Spring, well, springage? Well, so have a little sit down. Really? Yeah, because the lower back hurts after a while, doesn't it? You know what I mean? You've got to kind of like enjoy enjoy the facilities. Yeah, and you know, Mrs. kind of saying, oh, do you want it? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want so have you got like a budget or are you, oh. ju- we just going, going bam, 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 bam. I'll have that, I'll have that. Write that down on the pad, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there wasn't really a budget. There was wasn't <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not with your pay rises lately. Uh, Six we, figures. <laughs> um, yeah, the wine glasses were a, were a great purchase. Mm. Um, so yeah, happy days. What, what what else have you got to buy though? You've got to buy literally a whole new Life. apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, tr- tried out the beds. Um, yeah, the, the, it's quite a difference between mattresses. I was never really realised before, but. Oh yeah, and you need it. And you, need, you need one. You've got to flip it over after six months, off or go side to side. Or whatever, oh, I've never really, I've it. never really flipped a mattress. You got to do that. To be fair, very do you, do, do you do that? We did, I did it for the first time ever about two weeks ago. Ah, made no difference. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was my week. Oh, um, the week that was. The week that was, and yeah, really looking forward to Saturday. Actually. Yeah, looking forward to it. Can't can't beat really it. Really looking I mean, forward to it. We're not. We're not we're not going to go too too much onto Leicester City because obviously you saw our Facebook live on Monday, which is more of a, a post match rather than a preview. Um, but we'll talk three up, three down um, from Leicester City and, and maybe the the week that was, so we can kind of like take in Leicester City into you know into the past. Let's move into the past, okay? So three, three up, up, three down. It's a new regular segment, is it? Yeah, I, do, I like three up, three down. Okay. No. Okay. Up, up. Raúl Jiménez had another decent game, and I, I like I like I like his patter, Tim. He's got he's got uh, he's got game. Mm. I am a fan. Yeah. An early fan. More, more of a fan than I thought I would be. I, I just like the way he's settled in so quickly. In fact, they've done it again, Wolves. Last season, the signing settled in so quick. And this mm. season, again, mm. who, who were the three players that hit the woodwork last, last weekend? It was all the, the three new boys. No, yeah. Should have bloody scored. Should have bloody scored. But no, yeah, Matinho, I thought Johnny Castrotto was very good. And Jimenez, yeah, he looks sharp. He, he can evade his marker mm-hmm. very um, adeptly. Unless City, not got any slouches at the back either. No, you know, England well, international, Johnny Mag- Evans, Mag- 20 odd million. Maguire and Johnny Evans, no, absolutely. So he, he um, found a lot of room in the opposition third in the first half. Hard worker, chased a couple of lost causes down, one of which resulted in a really good chance. Yeah. And yeah, hit the post, great 20 yard strike. Um, and then second half, he's moved to the wing. <laughs> Just bizarre. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, you know, Nuno's a fantastic manager, but whenever he makes tactical changes mid-game, sometimes they're a bit dodgy. Yeah. And this was another one. Wolves should have stuck with what they with what they had, but instead he kind of went with Bonatini on the right and Jimenez in the middle. Then he went two up front, which has never worked under Nuno. Mm. Bit strange. So his influence kind of waned a little bit second half. But I, I like it. I'm backing him to get into double figures for goals. Good stuff. Adama Traore came oh. on at half time and uh, was 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 real real positive. I mean, I interviewed him after the match. Yeah, good effort from you. And I feel still feel inadequate now, to be honest. Really, he's so white. Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, I mean, I was taller than him, but I just I was so emasculating. No, oh, he's he. I mean, he he is a specimen. His his biceps. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable. 
they're like um, come on they're like beer barrels <laughs> honestly there's a spinach didn't he <laughs> <laughs> um, and he had it's two diamond two diamond earrings I think in each ear you can wear what he wants like diamond stud earrings yeah, yeah. the hair genetics <laughs> and uh, he, he's so exciting to watch I was absolutely I don't remember being as excited to see a new signing mm. and he didn't disappoint <clears throat> I compared him to an express train. He looked a cut above, to be fair to him. Not only has he got the speed, but he's got the power. Mm. It's just... It's <laughs> 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 like he man. I have the power! It's like um, it's like Gordon on Tom's Tank Engine. What? Well, he's, he's a bit mean, a bit scary, a bit wide, but he's fast. Is Gordon the blue one? The black one. Why, why do we have to get like that? <laughs> Oh, no, don't. Oh, no, don't take me down that road. Uh, I thought I thought Gordon was the blue one. No, that's James, wasn't it? Or was James Green? James was red. Henry was green. I might be completely wrong. I thought James was red. Obviously, Thomas was blue. I thought yeah. Gordon was like a dark blue. I thought he was black. Um, James was red. No, you might be right. I thought James was red and Henry was green, but it was such a long time ago that maybe... Ah, uh, he's blue. Gordon's yes, blue. Yes, come on, baby. I <laughs> know oh, my Thomas the Tank. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, doesn't look too scary there. To be I'll fair. be tweeting out a picture of that with a podcast. Yes, there we go. But he, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember being as as excited mm-hmm. to. Um, I think it was uh, Henry was green. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I, 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 I know everyone this. wants to hear about wolves. Henry was green. James Toby, was red. Toby was brown. Um, uh, Toby didn't really make an impact on my, on Tiny, my youth. Tiny Toby. Tiny Toby. So who was who was the black one? I don't know. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, there was, I don't, was, I don't. There was painted black. Yeah, right? it might have been. Yeah, the fat controller it was. He, was, <laughs> <laughs> he used to wear black, didn't he? Uh, but yeah, he. he, he are you did, googling now? Who was the black? <laughs> no. When your missus sees you on a night, see what no. your search engines are. Uh, maybe there isn't one. <laughs> uh, maybe it's in the new one. Maybe it's the new digital version. Oh yeah, I wasn't a fan of that at all. No, I didn't like it either. Donald and Douglas. That was it. Donald and Douglas, the Scottish twins. No, I can't remember that. Do you must remember them? No, I don't Donald remember and that. Douglas. But anyone who's never watched Tom Sanger's in, I'm so sorry. This must be so boring. No, no, no. This is this is why we're not award winning. <laughs> we will be soon. We, we will, will be. be. We will be. But he, um, Donald and sorry, I'm trying I, to honestly, you're still talking about <laughs> Thomas Tank Engine. I was googling um, Thomas the Tank Engine, Donald, and then I spelt Douglas wrong and put focus. Got it. Uh, and it's come up with a Donald Trump <laughs> <laughs> face on Thomas the Tank Engine. That's fantastic. No, 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 there's your picture. That's a picture for Twitter. <laughs> Donald Trump's face oh, on uh, on Thomas the Tank Engine. Right, can we move on, please? So he was just phenomenal. Good. The way that he, I mean, he came deep to pick it up, which a lot of fans picked up on. Because Costa and Jota and Cavalier kind of stay mm. more in the final third, but he came. Mm. He's probably bored. He came deep to get the ball and just ran past people. Yeah, made Mark Albright look a right prat. He, he, um, he did. run past people, but I mean, if you thought he ran past people, you haven't seen him at full full peg yet because he well, was yeah. so easy. And I think he was only at seventy five percent. I've seen a couple of clips for Borough where he's running from his own oh, half and, and slalom skiing past yeah. past players, but. The end product was was there mm. for a lot of the time as well. To be honest, it was like it was yeah. pretty much fifty fifty, which is a good ratio. Set up two chances for Bonatini, one for Gibbs White, yeah. one for Jimenez. Uh, so he looks he looks like a well, as we suspected already, such a talented player. Um, every and every bit of the eighty million pound they paid for club. Record. I think so. I think so. And th- there's a reason he's playing for Wolves, mm-hmm. and it's because of that end product. But I think if Nuno can coach a bit of that into him, Wolves have got a superstar in their hands, literally. Well, I mean, we talk about it, and we'll, I guess we'll cover it later on, but let's cover it now. The fact that we thought, why are we buying someone like that when 
There may be other areas where they need to strengthen. But if you look at Helder Costa start to the season and Cavalera out for, 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 for multiple weeks, I mean, goodness me, it's a good thing he is here. And well, and Jota, mm. not not himself. Mm. You know, one of the standout shining players of last season. Who nobody really doubts that he'll make the step up, but he's he hasn't adapted yet. There's a few of them haven't adapted yet. Willie Bolly, Connor Cody hasn't been himself. Although they were both better at Leicester, I've got to say. Yeah, Jota Costa got, got to make that step up. Mm-hmm. Matt Doherty struggled, obviously. Um, oh, we talked about the up down, up down, <laughs> killing all the players. Uh, but now. yeah, no, Jota's a surprise in particular. Um, yeah. So it. I, 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 we'll, we'll go into the team later I suspect mm-hmm. he'll be given certainly another chance on Saturday because he's Diogo Jota but Costa needed to do more especially with him signing Traore he needed yeah. to do more in these two games and, and, he, and he hasn't unfortunately for him last one up then Johnny Castro I thought had a decent game and probably a lot better than what I saw him against solid, Everton solid solid I think uh, a lot of fans with the Barry Douglas sale kind of waiting to pounce on him as soon as he puts a foot wrong but that hasn't yeah including Nathan Judah <laughs> but that has not been the case uh, He's he's been solid and more expressive against Leicester. There's a couple of times he, he would take players on, set up that Jimenez chance, was involved in a lot of Wolves' good play. Um, should have closed down, should have been there to close down all Brighton for the cross for the opening goal. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm impressed with him. Doesn't speak a lot of English yet. Mm. New country, new new league, new everything. And uh, and he started well, so good for him. Three down, Matt Doherty. And it's, imp- it's important that he does well. Because yeah, no, good, gonna, goodness me, of course it is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. I was in a lot of trouble. Uh, Matt Doherty, first one down. Bad day at the office, but let's be honest, the, the complete overreaction on Twitter afterwards was ridiculous. Well, And it was from people who weren't at the game, I, I, I presume, because he actually had a typical t- the worst game in the world. He, he was doing a lot in the opposition third in that, in that all these times Wolves were breaking through. I was looking back through my Twitter timeline. He was putting crosses in. He's putting headers across goal. He should have scored, obviously, but he was he was in the position to mm-hmm. score, which was fantastic. He was attacking really well. Damari Gray started excellently, but after that, Doherty did get hold of him, and he actually had a decent game. But he's missed a sitter. He scored a known goal, and that's what a lot of people have just seen on match of the day. So that so they stick the boot in, and because he's been there since the League One days, there's a perception that he won't be good enough for the Premier League. But that's absolute folly. And if I, if I could say the B word, I would. Because I just think it's rubbish. Mm-hmm. It's rubbish. Bit the people getting on him and Connor Cody's back already. Just because just because they're English and they've been here a while, they perceive that they can't make the step up. Yeah. If Wolves had just signed Matt Doherty from Portugal, from Porto on loan, mm-hmm. then people would be saying, I'll oh, stick with him, we'll be fine. He'll be absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. But they have, they have a go at him, they have a go at Connor Cody a bit now, which is growing. They have a go at Danny Barr, and it, it does my head in. Easy targets. Well, another one having Easy a go targets. at. Um, and he's not, he's not English. Uh, Leo Bonatini. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a couple of decent chances. Wouldn't wouldn't say they were glaring opportunities, but he got nowhere near to scoring them. There's a header that went over and a shot that went over. Neither were, were had any conviction to them at all. And that's been Leo for many months now. Mm. I thought he was getting it back in pre season. He looked good in Switzerland, scored a goal, looked sharper. But um no, he looked back to the Bonatini last season. completely shorn of confidence. Um and it's 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 up to him to get it back. Because Wolves need him. They need they need a backup striker who can, who can make an impact. And if he doesn't, five million pound or no, not five million pound, it might have been a bargain. But if they knew, if if you know, it's not as if they didn't get a good heads up as, as to where he was at the end of last season. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah, not six months without goal at the end of last season, chin, and, yeah. and, and didn't look like scoring, and no. also wasn't contributing as much with his link play. Mm. Now, I like Leo a lot. He's a very likable guy. He works very hard. Um, will a goal solve all his problems? Mm. I'm not so sure. It'll certainly help. Um, but yeah, I'm a bit concerned about him. I mean, look, best case scenario, he gets a few goals between now and now in January. Wolves potentially maybe bring someone in in January, and then you can sell him to a, a Championship club, and you know you've got someone who scored four Championship goals in you know 
before Christmas. So, you know, you can potentially look at that line as well, but yeah, let's but, hope but he finds his form. Uh, yeah, and I've referenced that a lot, 12 goals for Christmas, but you can only talk about that for so long. It's, mm. it's almost a calendar year away. Yeah. So um, he's got to start producing, simple as that. That's, that's what they'll be telling people when they're towing around in January, I tell you. <laughs> um, right, um, let's go on. And you spoke to Mr. Kevin Thelwell this week, Timothy. Just, just, just the three downs, is it? Pardon? No, just the two downs. Well, we talked about Helder Costa kind of like you talked oh, yeah. about it with Adam Tra- Adam Tra- yeah. So, um, Yeah, uh, Kevin Thelwell. Um, a couple of uh, some, some, some pieces that he's spoken about, about the transfer activity, so to speak. Um, what do you have to say for himself? Yeah, there's more to come from him next week. Spoke at length with Kevin. Um, but a couple of the most interesting bits to come out I know that a few people tweeting saying they don't want to hear about Barry Douglas anymore, but the fact is, somebody's got to answer to this because it's a sale that not many fans were happy about, and Nuno just refuses to go into it. Didn't speak about it at all. Just said we wish everybody who left well. Is basically the only line he came out with. Won't refer to him individually at all. Nope. Just says all the players that left, we wish him well. So Nuno just won't do it. He didn't do it last year, and he won't do it this year. So somebody's got to answer for it. Kevin Thelwell does and gets horrendous stick <laughs> on Twitter yesterday. I mean, a dog's abuse. And if Nuno, was it? I, I didn't see it. Was it bad? Terrible abuse. And if Nuno had said exactly the same quotes, he'd have had hardly any criticism whatsoever. But because it's Thelwell, again, and people get these these preconceptions of him, he got stick. Anyway, that's irrelevant, really. What he said was, he, yeah. can, he can understand mm. that people question it on the face of it. You know, he's admitting that. This, uh, he's kind of saying that they wanted someone with different characteristics, is what, what they were saying. Um, Johnny Johnny's a very different player to Barry Douglas. Now, for me, it's, it still doesn't make a huge amount of sense. Um, but that's what they're saying. They, you know, they, pray, they praise Barry an awful lot and just said that things change for a lot of different reasons, and that's football. Um, and they, they've uh, read between the lines. Nuno wanted somebody else. Yeah, simple as that. Yeah. Um, now, why they had to sell him, that still hasn't been explained mm-hmm. really to me. But they obviously what they obviously identified Johnny Castrotto um, and wanted him instead of Douglas. Simple as that. But he went on to say he's comfortable with what they've got now. Yeah, which he will. He's, he's, but it's know. a bizarre way. I mean, they're not comfortable when, when we all know that Zinchenko fell through, so they weren't obviously comfortable with the situation because they wanted to, to, to make additions. Well, to be fair, they did say towards the end of the window that you know they'd only be making additions if they felt they could improve the squad. Right. And if the opportunity comes in to buy Zinchenko for £16 million, they'd have taken it. They say if not, they're comfortable with, with, with the bodies they've got. So... Kevin Thelwell's not going to come out and say we're desperately short. You mm. know, we're really, we're really worried no. that someone gets injured. No. He's going to talk up what they've got. And to be fair, he made a good point about Ryan Giles. He said he had an outstanding pre-season. He was absolutely fantastic. He said he said he spoke to a sporting director at another unnamed club, asking why, why isn't Giles in your squad? He had a fantastic pre-season. Um, for me, he's not ready to make a step up to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. But you can't argue with that. He had a fantastic pre-season. Perhaps he should be given a chance at some point. Maybe that'll be on Tuesday. Well, I'm sure that sporting director was like, let's get Ryan Giles in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kevin, I think Ryan Giles should be playing. So the big the big one for me is Vinagra because um, Felwell made the point that they've got four players who can play left wing back. He says Doherty can, can feature there as well. Oh, come on. I, I, do you know, I don't, I don't strongly disagree with that at all because he... Well, square he, pegs in round holes though. You want a right footer, you want a left footer, surely. And I, I know agree. Johnny's not, but... No, I agree. In an ideal world, you do. But I would just make the point that Matt Doherty was player of the season playing playing left-back two, two, two and a half years ago. Yeah, he was in the championship. No, no. But he can do. He can play on that side. Yeah. It's not like it's not like it's an alien position to him. No. But no, it's not ideal. And um, so he says Vinagra's the next to come in. They've got a lot of faith in him. And then Ryan Giles below that. It's not, it's not entirely satisfactory. And they obviously wanted to get Sinchenko in. That's fallen through on deadline day, so it's very unfortunate. Um, 
But yeah, it is what it is. They lost strength in January. Someone's going to take the heat. And, and, you know, obviously it's not been the best start to the season. And, you know, hopefully it gets better on Saturday. But it, there's every chance that it might not. And, and people are looking for someone to blame. And there's a blame culture. And sometimes it's not a very nice blame culture that happens. It happens in, in all walks of life, including sport and especially at Wolverhampton sometimes. And, you know, there's easy fall guys, isn't there, in this situation? Both mm-hmm. players and, and, and hierarchy. Yeah, and there's a lot of people involved in this. You know, there's Nuno, there's Kevin Thelwell, there's obviously George Mendes and, and his kind of team as well. Um, Laurie Derwimpel will have his say. So there's a lot of people involved in this. Um, and to blame one person, yeah. it's, it's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. And like I say, n- not entirely appropriate maybe at this stage either. So it is what it is. They obviously, they obviously mm-hmm. need some more cover. Um, if Matt Doherty had got properly injured against Leicester on Saturday, then, then they'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because because then you'd have Vinagre coming in tomorrow against Carl Walker, which I'd be very very worried about, plus Sterling, plus Sané. Can you imagine? So, uh, no, Vinagre may have made a host of improvements since we last kind of saw him at Christmas. Remains to be seen. Hmm. He wasn't he wasn't good enough for Championship defensively last year. Exactly. We'll see, we'll see. Um, right, I mean, if, let's say, worst case scenario, and they, they don't do very well against Manchester City, they've got to go to West Ham, and then it's international break. Now, if you've got sore head walls fans... Then I think it's time for a holiday. They need a holiday, Tim. Mm. And we're giving away a holiday today. We are giving away a seven-night break to Barcelona. Flights and hotel accommodation all paid for for two people. Forget the iPad. We've gone Premier League, baby. Are we? The competition is back. Two seven nights, flights, hotel, beautiful hotel, beautiful little four-star hotel in Barcelona. And they can relax for the week. How, how good's that? Is that that's pretty? Come on, that's pretty impressive. I'm not sure I believe you. No, no, I'm, I'm, I've tweeted it out. Have you? Yeah, I've tweeted it out. I don't really follow you on Twitter. Oh, thanks very much. Tell you who I didn't. I tell you who I don't follow. I realised. I realised this week. Wolves. Close. Nuno. Close. Laurie Dalrymple. Probably, probably more close to home. Keith Harrison. The Express and Star website. I don't, no, no I don't, I don't you're follow, kidding. I follow the Shropshire Star and don't follow the Express and Star. I didn't realise until until this week. You don't week. follow your own employers. I, I still don't follow them, but I'm just saying I noticed <laughs> that uh, I, don't, I don't follow the Express and Star. You can check that. People who came to the Coffee Morning do know who I follow. Not anymore. After reading that out in a, in a cold stormy night after Cardiff. Did you see that? No. Yeah, you do. I'm saying that people I don't people know who came to the Coffee Morning who I don't follow anymore. Oh, read them. Come yeah. on, come on, come on! You can't multitasking. No, I was just reading. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Seven nights. So, do you remember? Our, do you remember our little game about um, first goal scorers? Yes. I used okay. To, used to really, really uh, look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Is it back? It's back. I know. I love it's it. Back. Oh, yeah, it's I really like it. It's back. It. It's back. Look, seven nights, Barcelona. You can go whenever, but I'm thinking international break, so you don't miss a Wolves game. Yeah. All expenses paid. All good to go. So. Let's have a look. Uh, competition times, just two games, Tim. Two games is all it takes. Okay. Now, to enter this competition, all you need to do is retweet. Anytime we put the podcast out between now and Saturday, retweet it, and we will let you know before the three... No, actually, we'll let you know midday on Saturday because we, we kick off early who the potential lucky winner is, and if those two first goal scores score, you are going to Barcelona. Can't ask fairer than that. All it needs is a retweet, nothing else. It's a free holiday. Okay. Win-win. Okay. So, I'll let you decide, Tim... Wolverhampton Wanderers. This is this is where you, this is where your allegiances lie. Wolverhampton Wanderers against Manchester City. Who's going to be the first goal scorer in that game? Only two games to go to Barcelona. Wolves against Manchester City need a first goal uh, scorer. I think, I, I think in these situations, I've just got to pick the most obvious one. I think you've got to pick the most obvious one because we want one of the peeps to go to Barcelona with their partner. 
So it'd be Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero. And now I'm going to pick a game. And I'm going to pick Southampton against Leicester City. Oh. She isn't a bit of a bit of a bit of a stinker to call. However, I think Leicester City would know Jamie Vardy quite rightly so. I might add. Um, I'm going to okay. go with. Oh, you doing it? Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, okay. you, you can do it. You can do it if you want. You no. want to do it? You want to choose that one? You can oh. go, choose both if you want. Yeah, go for it. You can, you can go for, go for it. Danny Ings. Danny Ings. Okay, Danny Ings had the most shots of any Premier League player from inside the box or something. Did like he? That. He has done in there. Oh, I like that. I, I was going to say Charlie Austin, but we'll go Danny Ings. And if Charlie Austin scores, then oh, <laughs> you've got someone holiday. That's great. So Sergio Aguero and Danny Ings. If Sergio Aguero and Danny Ings score the first goals in their respective games, decent chance of that happening. Decent chance. A lucky winner and his partner is going to Barcelona for seven. Or her partner. Beautiful nights. Don't be sexist. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I meant. You know, either or. Okay. Okay. All good. Okay. Let's take some questions. Cracking questions this week. Um, let's go through them. Okay. Here we go. Dan Johnson, first up, do you think Johnson. Nuno will continue to adopt the 3-4-3 formation irrespective of the opposition and whether it's home or away? Uh, yes, you'd have to say on the Facebook, yes, he hasn't changed it ever. We won't go too much into the in, in, into answering them today as in like maybe a couple of, a minute on each sort of thing because I want to get through some really no, good No, I'm ones. done. Okay, so you think he won't change? <laughs> no, we saw we saw a, saw a slight variation, albeit against 10 men at Leicester last week. Um Against Man City last season, it was probably the only time under Nuno they've gone defensive yeah. from the off. Yeah. Set their stall out to defend and hit them on the break, by the way. Brighton and Bakari should have scored about four goals that night. But it was still a variation of 3-4-3, just with the wing-backs extremely deep. Extremely <laughs> uh, deep. So um, I'd expect the same tomorrow. Mm. I mean, you thought they're going to be deep again, aren't they? Yeah. It's interesting, though. It's an interesting debate because Nuno's big idea is to imprint his idea his philosophy on the opposition. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Can mm-hmm. you do any better? He doesn't change for anybody. He said that a lot last year. But you've got to respect the opposition a bit more in the, in the Premier League. So, so it'd be interesting because he, he says it all along. He said it in the summer. Yeah. Don't sacrifice my principles. Don't change for anybody. This is the Premier League, but this is this is us. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can the opposition do better? So, will he continue that if they're losing? We shall see. We shall see. Martin Holiday, can you do a handstand? No. Oh, God, no chance. No. No chance. Never have. I will, I will pull a fetlock. I think <laughs> if, uh, I do that. Um, uh, Steve Webley, not Wibbly Wobbly. Wibbly Webley Webley. Uh, if Liverpool have the formula to unlock Manchester City high pressing, do, do Wolves have the place to implement the same approach? i say they've probably got the players to do it. But uh, I'd be surprised if he did. Yeah. Kind of referring to the previous question, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't think they'll change their approach too much. Yeah, they might have changed personnel a little bit tomorrow, which mm-hmm. we'll go on to in a bit, but mm-hmm. the, the approach will be the same, especially at home. Lewis Jones is Dendonka available for Manchester City? Uh, I don't know. Nuno's press conference is at one p.m. Um, it's now half eleven. If he, I mean, he kind of like I don't think alluded to the fact that he would probably be available for this weekend, but we're thinking a bench situation. Available would probably mean bench. I would have thought um, he didn't. I mean, he didn't feature in Anderlecht's first two games of the season, so he hasn't played since the Belgium game mm-hmm. uh, against England in the World Cup, the dead rubber in Group C. So <clears throat> I don't know. I think um, I think he'll be integrated a bit more slowly because because there's a lot to lot to ask him to get up to use the Premier League. Because I, I know he was away in the World Cup this summer, but he wasn't like he was training hard and playing matches no. every, every week, was no. he? So no, no. he's got a different situation to everybody else. Mm-hmm. I would have thought bench tomorrow. 
Um, using some Molyneux, kind of answered that question. He asked, um, has Nuno given any, any indication as to his approach to this game uh, other than we never change? Which Musings from Molyneux. Yeah. Uh, big news. Yeah. Big news. From, Breaking news. From Musings from Molyneux? Yes. Or from Molyneux itself? Musings from Molyneux Go on. has been snapped up for the Wolves fans' verdict. Really? Excellent news. Yes. Snapped up. Starting from Sunday. A bit, Sa- a bit, signing on fee? In a big money deal. Wowzer. Undisclosed. Oh, I heard about this agent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, from Sunday, musings from Molyneux. I love his writing, love his stuff. Yeah. Great on Twitter. And very pleased that he'll be joining the ENS fans verdict. Who dropped out then? We <laughs> 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 a couple people not doing not doing this year. Their yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, very happy to, to have musings from Molyneux on board. Excellent news. Fourth reserve musings Excellent from Molyneux. News. Oh, very good, very good. Uh, oh, I said, I said, we're saying Wibbly, Wibbly is here. Wibbly has asked a question. Would you rather see England win the World Cup or Wolves win the Premier League? Oh, Wolves, easy. It's got to be. Yeah, I don't care about England. No, I don't care. I'd rather see Wolves win the Premier League as well. I've got Borough versus West Brom tonight. Pulis. Ball. Oh yeah, you going? Oh, bloody not. <laughs> <laughs> sent, sent, sent Hatfield. <laughs> I'm not doing that and then getting back at 2am and then being at, being at Molyneux for a 12.30 kick-off. You're top of the league, aren't you? Yeah, uh, yeah fourth position. They'll be nowhere near at the end of the season, unfortunately. Right. You're not getting Balassi? Is he going to Villa? No, he's going to Villa. Yeah, we've got Besic instead. Right, Carl. A bit doom and gloom from Carl, but I mean, I guess you can understand it a little bit at the moment. What will the club's transfer strategy be in January if they are in the bottom three? Interesting question. It is an interesting question, actually. Carl's got his glass half full. Half empty. Yep. Yep. Same thing. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. There were things like injuries to take into account, whoever's out of form. Stay, well, but then again, it's an easy one to answer because they've got to stay in the Premier League at all costs, so mm. they'll spend a lot of money. Yeah, um, they've got to be careful with the finances. That's why Dendonka's not been bought until next season because they've got to spread the money out. Mm-hmm. So interesting one. I mean, they get some some Benikafobi dosh in January, don't they? Yeah, I'm sure that's all been taken into account as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's a reason why they're not buying Dendonka in January. Mm. Um, they're buying him next season because they spent a lot of money. Spent a lot of money for the last two years. Spent 120 million on transfers. You know they've got to got to spread that out a bit and be careful. But yeah, if they're in the bottom three in January, I'm bloody hell, they would have to bring some players in. They would, and it might. And not, I mean, I know Mendes gets his deals done, but it might not be easy to when someone you know when you're looking at maybe a foreign player and they see all oh, bottom three. I don't want to be playing in the Championship next year, or whatever. It would be disastrous. Everything mm. Wolves are doing is about being in the Premier mm. League. It's completely different to Burnley, who who went down and came back up and stuck with Sean Dyche and whatever, building long term, slow and steady. There's no slow and steady here. No. Wolves are Wolves are in a rush yeah. to get into the top six, and if they're in the bottom three, what does that mean for Nuno? If they get relegated, Neves, Jota, whatever, they'd all be off. It'd be hundred percent. Yeah, it would be carnage. Oh. Yeah. Do you know who'd be left? Pick oh, up the pieces. Me and you. Me and bloody you. Uh, we, actually, we'd, we'd be off as well, to be fair. Me, you and Danny Bart. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, uh, honestly, can you imagine? Arm, yeah, arm yeah it'd be apocalypse. It would be. It would be absolute disaster. I don't want to, men- I don't want to think about it, because... Oh, I can tell you what. I don't think I could start another championship season. <laughs> I don't think I could. I could do it. Oh, dear. You're right. It doesn't bear thinking about it. No. So, they, yeah, they need to... St- <laughs> Need to start winning from tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Villa go up. You asked the Villa reports. Tim Spears and Nathan Judah. <laughs> we love Villa all along. We like. 
<laughs> Always rain, though. <laughs> Mind the gap to wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Always like Steve Bruce. <laughs> uh, right, Sam. Do you think we could scrape a 1-0 win versus City? No. Um, if we get an early goal, I think Nuno is clever enough not to concede a goal. I'm not saying to park the bus because I feel that we will play it like a normal game as we attack in numbers and defending numbers. Just wanted to know. Well, it's not. I, I promise you now, Sam, and it will not have a, Wolves will not have a clean sheet against Man City. They will score at some point. Uh, well, we might have said that last October. I know, but they're not going to. I tell you what, name, name me a popular pub in Wolverhampton. Uh, the Hogshead. Right. If if Wolves keep a clean sheet against Manchester City, you, you've heard this first, then I will I will go into the Hogshead after I've finished. The Hogshead. The Hogshead. <laughs> I know it well. And I will buy every single Wolves fan in there a drink. But they're not going to keep a clean sheet, unfortunately. Wolves are going to have to score goals. When? Tomorrow? Yeah, after the game. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll put some money behind the bar and I'll buy it. There's no problem at all. I'm happy to do that. But it won't happen. But they need to score a couple of goals, don't they? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm just stunned. By no, 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 no. I will. I will have. I'm happily do it. I'll be buzzing. Absolutely buzzing because they've got a point at least, if not a win, because I back Wolves to score one. But it won't happen. But I'll, I'll go into the Hogshead and I will buy every single Wolves fan in there. So let's have a look. Game finishes what two o'clock? We'll be a couple of hours after four o'clock. So be four o'clock. Who's in there? If anyone's, there might not be many people in there at four o'clock on a, on a Saturday afternoon. There, 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 there'll be a lot of people. There'll be there. few, will there? Yeah. Ten. After the game. Yeah. Be absolutely four o'clock. Pain. A couple of hours after the game. Though. It'll be packed. Okay. Game finishes at half three. Yeah. I'll buy a pint to all Wolves fans. Can I have a glass of wine? You can have a glass of Malbec if you, if you may, Timothy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the only way they could keep a clean sheet tomorrow is if they unashamedly park the bus mm. and put 10 men behind the ball on the edge of their own penalty area. But, or but, knock out the wheels on the Man City bus on the way to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, Nuno, but Nuno won't do that. Nuno won't park the bus. No. Uh, there'll be goals, I'm sure, for both teams. Um, Howling Wolf. Ow! Ow! See the wolves at the premiere of the new wolves movie at the lighthouse. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really get that. Yeah, a bit strange. I don't know it's wolves, but I mean, it's not uh, as if Nuno's in it, is it? Do you know wolf. what I mean? I tell you what, I saw a picture of Nuno. He looked delighted to be there, <laughs> and I mean delighted with his popcorn. I reckon Nuno was there for five minutes and then slipped out. Um, he says, "Where's the best place? You, you should know this. Where's the best place in Wolverhampton to get a fresh cooked full English breakfast?" Oh, there's a nice place down the road in Queen Street, not Is far that? from us. Oh, I forget the name now. Mm, that must be, must be a good place. No, it's on Queen Street. It's a little cafe. Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best. Okay. Or, or Tim Spears' apartment. Oh, hello. That was very nice. Many uh, a lucky lady have seen that with little <laughs> pots of marmalade and, and, and packeted, packeted milk from uh, different hotel rooms across the uh, UK. <laughs> no, I, I, I do a good fry-up. <laughs> Darren May, uh, what's our allocation versus West Ham? Um, this needs to be three points to get our season up and running. Now, I have a problem with this, is that everyone, especially after Leicester City, keep on saying, oh, West Ham aren't doing any good. They're almost like budgeting three points of West Ham. I guarantee you, West Ham have got Arsenal, I think, this weekend, which isn't yep. going to be an easy game. They will they will get victories at home this season, and it is definitely not walk over three points. In fact, I'll probably take a point there. Um, it's not going to be three points. I well, mean, guaranteed three points anyway is what people are suggesting. Well, yeah, I think it's a good time to play them. I don't think, I don't think you can argue with that, which is what people are getting excited about. Um, the atmosphere is toxic there already. Mm. Um, I don't think Pellegrini's going to last. And made loads of dodgy sign-ins, in my opinion, even though they spent a lot of money. So it's a good time to play them is what people are thinking. 
It's not, well, it's, no, it's not guaranteed three points, though, is it? Do you know what I mean? Premier League, it's, a, it's difficult. You're going to bright, look at Brighton away for Man United, you know. It's, there's no such thing as an easy game. There's not. Watford, Huddersfield at home, not easy. Ah, Huddersfield at home is easy. <laughs> right, okay. I told you to that. <laughs> Dave Clive, uh, what's your obsession with the non-Portuguese players, Tim? Is it because they churn out the same CRAAP um, in interviews with you and Portuguese or don't give you the same BS after bad performances i.e. Cody Doherty I don't really understand that so I guess he's asking why do you not speak to the Portuguese players after a match why do you speak to the British players and not these guys but I mean ah, I love this yeah, I love this that's what I thought you'd enjoy I've, that I've, I've missed this because we didn't get this last yes, year because they were winning every week there you go uh, why why yeah, why yeah, yeah. because they don't want to do interviews yep. it's not just with me Willy Bolly Mm-hmm. said in pre-season he did one in Switzerland first and last he said first and last didn't do one at all last year won't want to do any at all this year same for the club doesn't mm-hmm. speak to the club media team uh, Helder Costa Ivan Cavallero uh, Rui Patricio yeah. Johnny Castro Otto the last two because they don't speak good enough English Giamatino's not doing anything so that's most of the team yeah. Ryan Bennett doesn't like doing anything no he doesn't know um there's most of the team there and so um, you, 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 you've got your bankers people like John Ruddy Barry Douglas not involved anymore exactly <laughs> Danny yeah. Bart yeah. Uh, Roman Sace is good for an interview he's not playing so if you look at that starting lineup, who, <sighs> who am I going to speak to goodness me I bet, the mix, I bet the mix zone is a joy well that's the thing you see because it's different in the Premier League in the Championship just explain to people because I, I think people like to know exactly mm-hmm. what goes that's on why behind the, the scenes uh, you didn't ask the question um, <laughs> uh, last season as is the case with most championship clubs, you get given a player to interview after the match. One player, club, club will always decide. Sometimes they'll ask me, you know, who, who do you want to speak to today? But most of the time, club will decide. They'll bring out one player to interview after a match. If it's after a defeat, no one wants to really speak, which is why you end up getting Dave Edwards, Richard Stearman speaking after many defeats in the championship. Different now, we've got a mix zone, is what it's known in the trade. So I will stand with other reporters um, in an area cordoned off near to the dressing room that the players have to walk past to get to the bus or to get to the exit this time at every ground not just at Molyneux so I have to it's my job to shout players hold up hold up Willie and uh, see if they do an interview so it's up it's up to them if they want to stop mm-hmm. Connor Cody good as gold fantastic guy Yeah. very polite club we'll, captain well not club captain but captain, captain feels like he needs we'll, to speak we'll stop every week Yeah. as would Danny Bart if he was playing mm-hmm. Matt Doherty, absolutely bloody hell. Fair, Fair play. play. <laughs> I, 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 a day to forget, if ever there was one, last last weekend. Wouldn't have blamed him if he'd put his head down and gone. Mr. Sitter, yeah. scored known goal, went off injured. Yes. What could this be? Yeah. I, I, you know, Matt, any chance of a minute? He begrudgingly walked over and yeah. gave us four or five minutes of his time. Fair play. Fair play. He was having yeah. to talk about his own goal and everything. Yeah. He stopped. I was desperate to speak to Adama Traore. Bless him. He did stop. Mm-hmm. His English is, is good. Mm-hmm. That was great. But as for the rest of that team, I've listed half of them earlier, just won't do it full stop. Um, and then, like I said, it's a difficult situation because some of them, sometimes they're walking out at the same time, so you've got to try and grab one or the other. So I'm sorry, but this is going to be the case all season long. I make no apologies for it. Not my fault. No, it's very good. And I think it's interesting you, you, giving people guys, a perspective you, of what goes well, on. P- people have got to be grateful that, that players will stop. If this was Man City or whoever, they just they just piss right off. They, yeah. don't, want, they don't want to talk to local journalists. So. And if you've got people like saying, well, Tim, Sky speak to Ruben Neves or, or you know, they've got they got Rui yeah, Patricio. Well, yeah. But they have to, they're, they're, they're obligated to do contractually certain interviews. Ob- contractually obliged. Mm-hmm. 
to each player has got to speak to rights holders at least once a season. Sergio Aguero does not speak to the media, mm-hmm. but he he does do stuff with Premier League that goes out in in Argentina or yeah. whatever because he's contractually obliged to do an interview. Neves, to be fair to him, stopped and I spoke to him after the Everton game. He's very good, nice, lovely guy. So um, you will see them pop up occasionally with the rights holders. Expression Star is not a rights holder. Mm-hmm. We cannot broadcast football matches. <laughs> we are a newspaper primarily. I was going to periscope it on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why. So I'm sorry, guys, but if they lose against Man City on Saturday, <clears> I'll speak. To, I'll be speaking to Connor Cody afterwards and a couple of the others who want to stop. But it won't be Rui Patricio and others. I hope that answered your question, Dave. Clive, yeah. very well put. Timothy. Um, Lee Hassel. Um, I've already asked Bully this, Tim, but when you have chips, does your sauce go in the corner or all over the chips? Oh, I'm an all, I'm an all over kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Stick it all over me. Stick it all over. <laughs> <laughs> you? I know you don't eat chips, do you? I don't eat chips. Sweet potato fries if I'm if I'm feeling very, very naughty. When you used to eat chips when you were 21 stone, what would you yeah. do then? Oh, well, first of all, I'd be, I'd be supersizing up. <laughs> and then I- you, have, you have a bucket of chips. <laughs> 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 Uh, and I, I, yeah, probably just bang it all over. It didn't really matter at that point. As long as it went in the gob, then it didn't, you know. <laughs> I've heard a few people say that in my time. Hey! A bucket of, do you take your bucket of chips and take it into the cinema? <laughs> <laughs> two, <laughs> two, please. <laughs> One for my bucket. Oh, hi, Nathan. You're back again. Oh, he's back. He's back. I have to get two anyway. One for each cheek. <laughs> Uh, if, if, if people don't quite understand that Nathan used to take Chinese food into the cinema I did yeah watch Ice Age 2 on a, on a, on a Tuesday afternoon after a, after a lecture not, not, <laughs> I literally did oh what an image <laughs> can I have a beef chow mein, please <laughs> yes Nathan no problem not a usual sweet summer sauce with that yes please Oh, uh, fantastic dear. torch on the, in the in the cinema to try and get the sweet and sour sauce before pour all over <laughs> Goodness me, lonely days. Back to my bed for one. No chance oh, of anyone mate, coming back. in my heart. Uh, Sam Doty, can we share a bed in Barcelona, Tim? If he, oh, he, he's, he's confident of winning it. I mean, I really want to go. So, well, I yeah. mean, international break, you're going to be away as well, I think. If, I have, to, if I have to uh, sacrifice, mm. um, if I have to be with Sam for a week and be in Barcelona, I'll, 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 I'll take yeah, it. Absolutely. Barcelona, great place. I've been there. Great yes, city. Yeah, really Good like city. It. Very, very, very nice city. Yeah, not sure about Sam, but... No, we'll not, not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take the hit. Um, interesting, I put a couple of poll questions out. I'm just going to say a couple of them. Um, that they, no, I won't go through all of them because we're running at short of time. As always. But um, ba, 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 ba. Um, The first one I put, which was basically asking if you were got... I'm giving them 17th place at the moment, which is, yeah. you know, would you take it or not now? 17th place, guaranteed um, to stay in the Premier League ne- next season. Would you take it or not? Yes or no? Yes, do you know what they what, what's yes? What would you say yes is the percentage of? 17th place now, so just surviving. About 20%, I'd say. And you say no 80%. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Yes, 65% would take oh, 17th now. Oh, I love Wolves fans. No, <laughs> what, 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 what one defeat. I absolutely love it. <laughs> yes, 65 No, they are. It's astonishing, that really. Is, that is remarkable. Um, when what, you think about defeat. it, Bloody people hell. are talking about one Europe defeat. and eight, you know, play, one, sorry, drawn one, lost one. 65% would take. I've got to say, I've got to say, last now. Saturday, I've been doing this job since 2015, I don't remember seeing Wolves as unlucky to lose a match. They were so unlucky. Mm-hmm. I know that we, we've got to write about it and speak about it at length. Thousands, yeah. I've written thousands of words about that match. Well, it really, 
you can't analyse it too much because you've just got to say it was one of those days. They were so unlucky. They hit the post three times, an own goal and a deflection. Yeah. They were really unlucky. Mm-hmm. They'll play worse than win this season, guaranteed. 100%. So for fans to completely change their minds just based on one defeat is classic football. Classic. Uh, let's have a look at any other questions that I've asked. Um, you can comment on them if you want. If not, we can move on. Uh, I asked, um, Wolves have enough firepower that they do not need any more forward additions in January. True or false? What would oh, you say? No, no. They'll be, you well, say? judging on the first answer, <laughs> they'll be all over that. What would you say? True? True. Or false? No, what's the percentage? <laughs> <laughs> you keep missing the game. 70, uh, 70%. So, so, so false? True. True, they do need additions. No, true, true they do not need any more additions. <laughs> right, Goodness okay. me. Goodness <laughs> me, man. False 70%. Please come on this show one time and play along with us. <laughs> so, sorry. 70 what? 70%? Yeah, false. Uh, false 75%, yes. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, True come on. 25%, false 75%. Um, poll question number three. Are Ruben Neves and João Matinho too similar? Uh, yes and no. What would you say percentage? I mean, they are very similar. Too similar. I'd probably agree with that over the course of a season. I think they might be a bit too similar. Yes, 39%. No, 61%. Now, now Den Donker, if and when fit, Roman Sace, are these the type of players that, that, that you would bring in to replace Jan Moutinho potentially? Or well, do you I, think I, that. I think it might be a case of horses for courses a bit this year. Den Donker can play in three positions. He can play in Cody's position, he can play in Ryan Bennett's position, and he can play in Moutinho slash Neves' position. So, very interesting to see. You've dropped your ball. I've dropped my ball. <laughs> <laughs> I've dropped what? the ball many times. What is that? Is it stre- Squidgy ball. It's a stress ball, yeah. Wow. Need it with you. Um, so, very interesting to see where Dundonka plays. But yeah, I think it might be a case of horses for course. Or Dundonka, as you put a tweet out. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> right. I mean, yep. some people will say, don't even be stupid. You're suggesting that you drop Jean Moutinho. But it's not as simple as that, is it? You know what I mean? Jean Moutinho is a fantastic player. And I think he's only going to get better. But at the same time... There will be times when he's yeah. not suited to the but game. But I would say that when Wolves bought Helder Costa for thirty million pounds and he was the best player they'd seen for decades, yes. the, the notion of him not being good enough for their Premier League team would be folly. Mm-hmm. And everyone would be like, what the hell are you talking about? Jay Martino, he's 31, he's getting on a little bit. Um, not doesn't look as mobile as, as, as Neves or some of the others. So it's, um, like I said, horses for courses. Mm-hmm. Um, poll question number four. Ryan Bennett has been the best Wolves defender so far, yes or no? Yeah, he has, yeah. Percentages? Well, 100% should be. Well, it's the Wolves' Twitter here. 99. 92% says he has been the best defender. Yeah. Um, and like you say, you know, if someone does come in, let's say from a defensive point of view, and he is the first one to go, let's just say by, by what's happened, you know, prior to this. Pre-season. It's, uh, it's going to be a bit of a... Keep well, a bit he, of a stink he, again he, and alienating <laughs> someone who's, who's done very well British-wise. Yeah, potentially. Um, it's an easy... If, yeah. Cody and Bolly weren't dropped at all last season. Mm-hmm. Bennett was dropped. He was dropped for Danny Barr. He was dropped in pre-season. But uh, yeah, f- absolutely fair play to him. Uh, poll question number five. Last one. Do you regard Manchester City as one of the world's top three clubs at this moment in time? Yes or no? World's top three clubs. Yeah. Yes, 82%. No, 18%. Which just shows, doesn't it? I mean, look, they were unlucky against Leicester, but... It's not a great time to play Manchester City, is it? But we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that. I'd rather be having Bournemouth at home or someone like that so you can get back on that wagon, get that first win of the season. Everybody's desperate for that first win of the season. Yeah, not to say that although won't happen, but... What, what does happen tomorrow is that the pressure's taken off. If it was Bournemouth at home, there'd be pressure from the fans to and win if it. If they got beat or drew. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, whereas tomorrow's a bit of a free hit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
it is a free hit. Conor Cody said it wasn't this week. They're going to treat it like it's a normal Premier League game, and they're in the Premier League to win matches. But it is, it is a free hit. There's no pressure. No pressure, but you'll be getting dogs abuse if they lose. <laughs> yeah, and that'll be fine because this time, and I'm sure you've got some for us this week. It is abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse abuse of the week. Well, boast of the week. It's, it's, it's abuse of the week. It's Tim I'm Spears. <laughs> it's Tim Spears. I'm quite tired after that. So please speak. Why? Go and get my squidgy stress ball and you say abuse. At W-W-F-C-A-L. This guy. So he's not brave enough to have... Is sure it's a guy his, or is it a girl? Uh, it could be... Alan, Alan or Alison? Or Alana. WWF or Alana. It could be Alana. <laughs> WWFC Al, not brave enough to have their name or picture oh, on Twitter, but they knows. are brave enough to have constant digs at me. Oh, cool. So, mm. from Tim Spears, the past week, Doc is indispensable because he got third of the player of the season last year. Not true. Despite unreservedly being top three, undeservedly being top three, and Cody shouldn't block the ball for the second shots as it's not his job. Despite Cody being a defender and blocking shots is one of the jobs a centre-back should do. Uh, Spears is an effing imbecile. Wow! He says. Imbecile? Not, he's as more. Nice to see Doc... These are all tweets. Okay. Nice to see Doc and Cody are the new Edwards for Tim Spears. Uh. Can't do anything wrong, even though they do a lot wrong. Effing embarrassing. Uh, Matt Cooper says he was watching Spears and Judah Facebook Live. Spears defended Cody for the second goal because it's not his job to run and close down a shot. I did not say that. <laughs> Can't believe what's coming out of his mouth. Cody and Doc must have incriminating images of Spears, surely. WWFC Al replies, you have to be taking the piss, Tim Spears. You couldn't have your mouth buried in Cody and Doc's arses any further than you do. Wow! Uh, then put out Matt Doherty interview. Matt Doherty was good enough to stop, as already discussed. Interviewed him after the game. Uh, WFC Al replies to him to you did you suck him off after Tim <laughs> I mean incredible I'm, I'm astonished I'm also thinking whether we can put that out but I mean I guess we can well we're not swearing well we're not but I mean you know we've said a lot worse well I guess, yeah I guess we have yeah sorry children who are listening <laughs> <laughs> goodness me alright we'll have to decide oh. where to cut that out are we, are we, are we, are we are we finishing that or on that, that note? Yeah, our career's over on that note. So, <laughs> okay, uh, brilliant. Yeah, no, I would say about Cody, I wasn't saying it's not his job to block down that shot. I was saying that 20 yards from goal, mm. your midfield enforcer's got to be knocking around there somewhere. Not yeah. the Wolves have got one. Yeah, yeah. But it's, so, so that's the point I was trying to make. If you're going to have shots from range, it's down to defensive midfielder to help stop them, as mm-hmm. well as Cody, of course. Of course. Um, Any abuse from you? You've gone a bit quiet after me said that. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to let it go. Okay. I, I can't be bothered to edit it. All right, okay, here we go. Um, Fancy Premier League, how was your week? How was your week? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's absolutely shocking. Was right? it? Oh, oh Tim. Considering wild you can't, you can't, oh. <laughs> you can't have weeks like this. I've told you there's a thousand people in here now. We are literally going to be in trouble this year. You're the Billy Big Balls who says they're fantastic at fancy football. It's, it's up to you, man. Well, I, I'm doing pretty well out of a thousand, to be fair. I'll have you know. Um, I am 53rd. That's not bad. 53rd, an 80 point week. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got um, 48. It was, oh, it was pretty bad. That's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> 48, you say that like you're Oh, a God. Oh, God. I'm down to 445th. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. I made some changes though this week. Can um, you imagine that? Can you imagine if we both, if I was as bad as you? Oh, so we have 440 <laughs> people at coffee. I made some changes. Right. Um, Wilson, Wilson's come in from Bournemouth. He's, he's oh, great. Oh, that, that, that'll get you 150 <laughs> places, won't it? Wilson's come in. Brilliant. You chase those points. Oh, and uh, Aguero, just over the Wolves game. Oh, yeah, just came and, in. Uh, and Paul Pogba. Oh, brilliant. Excellent news. The person who might be sold and, and, and the person who's probably not going to squatch again this season. Oh, he does, though. For the, for, the, for the Barcelona people. Um, can't think of a name. Top of the set, Ta- Taron Damerit. Now, 101 points, Tim. Top of the league. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he was there or thereabouts last year as well. I think he was in the coffee. Yeah, rings a bell, yeah. Can't knock that for him, to be fair. He must be some sort of fancy Premier League genius. Yeah. George Mendes, PLC second. And Ulven um, from Dan Northwood. And, and Thor, Thor Christian Heinemann with 105 points. So, fair play. Someone got... Hold Jota Love FC at 7th, 117 points. Bloody hell. How many did you get again? 40-something. 40 45. 45, excellent news. So, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll come into a bit more depth of that as the weeks go on. But, uh, yeah, I need you to up your game, Tim. Okay. <laughs> emails, please. Emails. Emails. Two, two emails. You remember last week, uh, an email entitled Drunk Hadama Traore Thoughts. Oh, yes, I did like that. From Tom Trubshaw. Fantastic response here from Simon Eaton. Mm. Hi, Tim and Nathan. Delighted to hear on the podcast last week, you read out an email from an old school friend of mine, Tom Trubshaw. It came as no surprise to me the particular level of intoxication (laughs) that was involved in composing (laughs) such eloquent thoughts. Brilliant. Uh, As a fellow Wolves fan frequenting the the South East, it's fair to say I really enjoy the poddy and it very much keeps me in the Wolves loop. No need to panic this season. Some unrewarded good play, lacking that clinical edge, but we should hopefully start to pick up results soon. Thanks, Simon Eaton, friend of Tom Trubshaw, mm. who hasn't replied to us reading out his drunk thoughts. I don't know if he's annoyed that I read them out last week, but if you're going to email, it's going to get read out. Absolutely. Uh, Kieran Hughes, the guy who listens to every single podcast. Oh, yeah, Keza. My question is... Mm. Do, why? <laughs> why? Why? Sorry. Why do you think Nuno puts Bonatini central when Raúl seems to be a much better option? Well, because I saw him. We saw him on the right against Cardiff City. Uh, what? Well, didn't you play him right against Cardiff City? No, that, was, that was a that was a phobie. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Also, do you feel Adama is more suited to the left wing as his speed and take-ons seem to be seem to not require quite as much support or overlap with a fullback, which seems to match with Otto? Uh, also, I'm coming to Southampton. We'll come and see Nathan afterwards and say hi. So, Adama on the left. I don't know. That, that would mean putting Jota to the right, which which is something we haven't really seen before. So, Well, or Costa stays on the right and you play Traore on the left and Jota's not in the team. Or Jota, Jota up top and Jimenez on the bench. But you'd have thought Raul is probably the the one person who would be on the team sheet from a forward point of view first. Well, you? it's a, it's an interesting question because Triora did start on the left last week. and then He's played for Middlesbrough right. plenty of times on the left. And his speed should take him straight past players on the overlap and then he can put a cross in with his favoured left foot. Mm. Whereas if he's on the right, what does he do when he takes his man on and gets to the byline? I, d- I don't know. Um, very good question. I don't have an answer at this stage. I think, the, I think they'll mix and match and I'd like to see him go across it in the middle of games as well, I think, and, and maybe just... You know, change change it up. I think that's probably something that we can do as well. Well, we've seen a mix and match during during games for the first two games of the season, so um, I'd expect that to continue. Yeah, and you can you, you can identify weak targets as well. I'm sure they will do. I mean, they, they do all the preparation. I'm sure if there's someone who can be got at and who maybe lack a pace, but they're playing at they're playing at right back, then you know you might you might move him across. I agree. 
Certainly not this weekend. Mendy and Walker, no, not exactly <laughs> lacking in pace. No, absolutely not. Um, well, let's go on to this weekend. But I think before we go on to this weekend, because um, I want to finish on Manchester City, we, we won't have a podcast until after Sheffield Wednesday in the Carabao Cup. Um, oh, yeah. Again, again, chances to kick just, on just, in the competition. Just when we thought we'd got rid of the Champions Yes, absolutely. Yeah, We're, we're back, back in the Carabao Cup. We're back to Hillsborough. Um one of your least favoured grounds. I really don't like Hillsborough. I know people like it. I really don't like it. I, I don't like anything about it. I think it needs changing. Um, <laughs> Nathan's going to get a really warm welcome from the staff ah, at Hillsborough next week. Wait. Um, look, uh, Carabao Cup now, does this become less important competition with with Wolves and the Premier League and, and obviously the situation that they find themselves in? Is it just one to get the kids out? And if we win, great. And if we don't, I'm not that bothered. It becomes less important to the supporters and less important to Nuno, but it becomes very important to a lot of good players who aren't in this Wolves team. I've got 12 here give listed. Me. Give me, give me, give me. Who will feel like they should be playing football every week. They are John Ruddy and Will Norris as your keepers. And then you've got a back three, Bart Halls and Sace. Yeah. Uh, midfield, Dendonka. Mm-hmm. Morgan Gibbs-White. Yeah. You've got Vinagra and Giles as your wing-backs. What, Vinegar on the <laughs> I don't know how they'll do that. Uh, and then you've got Bonatini, Costa, Ina Bakari. Well, you can't back down. Matt Dowdy's not going to play. You can't, <laughs> you can't let him play. I don't know. He played every game last year, pretty oh, much. Man. Anyway, yeah, Costa, Bonatini, Ina Bakari. That's a bloody good team. Um, if Dendonkers doesn't play against Man City and plays against Sheffield Wednesday, that'll be uh, something for the fans to look forward to, to see him in action. Cause otherwise, you, otherwise, there's not a huge amount to look forward to from this game. Would you... <laughs> you're really selling it for the away fans. <laughs> um, let, let's say Dendonkers on the bench... Um, but they, they earmark him to play at West Ham, would you start him against Sheffield Wednesday uh, if he was earmarked depends, to start? It depends how the Man City game goes, really. I, I think he'll be brought in gradually. I'm not, mm. I'm not, I might be completely wrong, but I don't think he'll start a game in the league before the international break. Okay. Um, but th- this game could be important, like I said, because if they're struggling in the league, if they, if they get hammered by Man City and then they end up losing at West Ham, you know, these guys are next in line to come in. So you won't see any of the bomb squad there, then you don't think? No, no, I don't think so. A lot of them will, will be leaving next week anyway. So, but yeah, for for Vinagra next in line to come in, mm-hmm. for Bonatini if he was to get a couple of goals, imagine that. If Costa plays well, Danny Barton, Courtney Hawes, John Ruddy, these guys are all massively keen to play football. Dendonka's the one. Love to see him and, and Gibbs White as well. Mm-hmm. Now, if they want to make eleven changes, they can do, but they'd probably have to put Gibbs White as right wing back. I think. Unless they're going to play Otto or Doherty right wing back, I don't know who else plays there. Unless he brings in Philofosuay or Dominic Iorfa, mm-hmm. but they're not part of any plans. You know, the last time I heard, they're not even training with the first team. So maybe Oscar Burr Rasmussen would probably be the more likely one actually oh, yeah, to come yeah, in. Yeah. Okay, but I'm looking for, as last season. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the reserve guys and how they do. But yeah, if Wolves had won their first two matches. Fans would be saying, "Great, fantastic! We can have a go at the cups this year." Yeah, but because the priority is very much the league, of course. Well, hopefully by the time January comes around and the FA Cup starts and, and, and they're in a, a solider position, then maybe they can have a go at the FA Cup. Solider, yeah, it's a new word. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. It's mm. a shame it's away, but never mind. No, it's a massive shame it's away. <laughs> really not looking forward to it, to be honest. It's just a trek in it. I don't know. You know, a cup if. It, as, as last season, if Wolves can make 11 changes and continue to progress through the rounds, then yeah. perfect. It's not damaging the league whatsoever. Yeah. They did that last year. They made 9 or 10 changes and they got to the fourth round without conceding a goal and mm. exited, exited without conceding a goal. So it was a great run. Hopefully they can do the same again. Beat Wednesday, get the baggies at home next round. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'll do that just for the baggies at home. Smash them to pieces. Right. Now then. 
We have um, we have a useful side coming to, to Molyneux on on Saturday, Tim. Early kickoff in front of the Sky cameras. Um, I mean, what can you say? Six one against Huddersfield. Um, a host of superstars on the bench. I mean, this is as as hard as it's going to get. Apart from going to the Etihad, they have got excellent. They, they, it was a superb performance. Let's make no mistake about it. Last season, but it's a different kettle of fish. It's the Premier League. It's the nitty gritty. How do you see it going? I'm not as fearful as others. There is the chance they could, they could get thrashed, of course. Man City, probably the best team in Europe at this moment in time, I'd say. If if it was October or November, it'd be you could make more of a case for an upset because Man City would be playing in the Champions League, they'd be resting players. But at the moment, it's bang, 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 Saturday, 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 mm-hmm. playing their best eleven, mm-hmm. getting up to speed. Guardiola tried a new formation against Huddersfield last week, which went extremely well. I'd imagine he's pinpointed Huddersfield and Wolves as two games that he can try out a new formation. Um, and do a bit of experimentation. Uh, I mean, just to put it into context, their bench last last weekend, their bench players that aren't good enough to get in their team was worth two hundred fifty one million pounds. Um, Mendy's come in and been phenomenal. He's got four assists in two games. Massive test for Matt Doherty and Ryan Bennett. Uh, Aguero scored his hat trick. Yeah, they've brought Mares in. He can't get in the team. Sterling can't get in the team. Sane couldn't get in the team last week. So they've got all these players who could come in. Gundogan. Another one, Stones at the back, company, Edison in goal, Walker, Bernardo Silva, David Silva's in the form of his life. It's it's an impossible almost task. But there are things to point to from a positive point of view. Wolves, Go on then, Tim. Well, there are there are a number actually. Wolves' home form is, is exceptional under Nuno. Mm-hmm. They've only lost twice in twenty nine games, including pre season. It's Fortress Molyneux. They love playing there and they won't be scared of taking on anybody at Molyneux in front of a full house. They'll they'll be looking forward to it and they'll be embracing it. And they've got a great home record. That's definitely in their favour. They haven't conceded a huge amount. Of, I know they conceded four goals in two games. They haven't conceded a lot of chances. Patricio's not had much to do at all, mm. to be honest. Mm. The, the, you've got the two freak goals against Leicester and they, they, they were a bit rabbit in the headlines against Everton, but they're not. They're not conceding a huge amount of chances. Do you know what I mean? They're not. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one's been all over them, have they? No, and obviously they will concede chances against Man City, but perhaps not. It's not going to be complete one-way traffic. They also created a lot against Leicester last mm-hmm. week. They should have scored two or three goals, and we'd be looking at a very different approach uh, mentality if they'd have won three 0 at Leicester, which on another day they could have done. They shut out City last season. It was a completely different game, but they did have Aguero, Jesus, Sterling, Bernardo Silva in that team. Wolves shut them out that day. Only one of five teams in 57 matches to do that against Man City last year. <clears throat> it's a long shot. Massive long shot. But, but it's Wolves, a free hit. But Wolves have done it before. You know, They've, they've caused massive upsets in the Premier League before. They, they were terrible in 2003-04. They were bottom of the league and they beat Man United who were top of the league. A fantastic Man United team with Keane, Skulls, Giggs, Ronaldo, they beat them on that day. 2010-11, they stayed up on the final day of the season, yet that season they still beat Man United, ended their unbeaten run in February, everyone thought they were going to be invincible, Wolves beat them, they beat Man City, they beat Liverpool, they beat Chelsea, and they again, they just stayed up by the skin of their teeth that, that year. So these things do happen, they have, ha- they have happened to Wolves, you and, never and, know. And, and look, let's... let's, let's if they get the first goal, yeah. they're in it. Mm-hmm. Last season they scored the first goal 33 times. Wow. And they won 30 of those and drew three. So when they got the first goal, it was all game over last season. They've conceded first in both games this year and they were chasing the game and they don't like it. If they get the first goal, you never know. 
and look, let's 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 do the half full scenario. If they did do the impossible and beat Manchester City, not the impossible, but the um, you know improbable, improbable. There you go. Thank you for that. Um, how that would change and galvanise this team, and maybe the, the the doom and gloom a little bit that's kicking around. Maybe we've been a bit negative this podcast. I don't think so. I think we just try to explain well, some I think, of the I think, things. I think it would be fantastic. Re- I think we're reflecting the opinion out there on certain yeah. social media. Yeah. Um, that would just do wonders, wouldn't it? Really, just oh, moving yeah. forward. I mean, oh. look, four points from three games compared to one game. It's on. just you know you're halfway at the table. It just looks better in the table. Irrelevant, completely irrelevant. It will be until ten games have gone. You know, but it just looks better. The feel good factor around returns, and all of a sudden you're looking forward to go to West Ham, as you would do anyway. But you know, you can like let's have a go now. We can still do this. Yeah, but th- this is this is why they worked so hard for nine months last season and yeah. forty six games for matches like this. Mm. So. So people should enjoy it. Let's enjoy it, not fear it. I, I mean, I'd be delighted if they win one nil, but I'll be a little bit disappointed be, as well. You'll be poor as well. Mm, very, very poor. Because the thing is, if they do win with a clean sheet, yeah. everyone's going to the pub. To celebrate. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, there'll be more, more people in there. When we finish, though, after that game... Oh, you'll be taking your time with the post-match video. I'll be taking my time. <laughs> it's a 38-minute post-match video. If they beat Man City, play, the pubs will be packed all night. Will then. it? Yeah. Okay. I still don't think it's not like a fancy wine bar where you have two and you go home. Yeah, no one listens to this podcast anyway. It's all good. It's all <laughs> good. I'm sure you won't be reminding them at all. Uh, right, so... Um, oh, um, Kevin De Bruyne's out, so, so we're obviously going to win. Yeah, 100%. Um, so where do you, how do you think Wolves will line up then? Do you think Wolves will be pretty much the same as... Um, the same 11, with but Traore in for Costa is my mm-hmm. hunch. Uh, so it'd be Bennett, Cody, Bolly, Doherty, Messino, Neves, Castro, slash Johnny, slash Otto, whatever he wants to be called. Traore, Jimenez, Jota. And then probably Dendonka bench. This is without speaking to Nuno this afternoon. So, yeah. Uh, and Man City, we kindly had a Man City uh, predicted lineup sent in by the MEN, Manchester Evening News. Edison in goal, Company, Laporte, Stones, back three. Walker, Bernardo Silva, Fernandinho, David Silva, Mendy in kind of a 3 5 2, and then Aguero and Jesus up front. Otamendi, Gundogan, Foden, Mares, Sterling, Asane on the bench. Uh, I. I mean, obviously the Man City guy knows a lot more than I do, but I'd be absolutely shocked if that's the team they put on. I don't think they will. Well, he got- see, he said, in in fairness, he said mm-hmm. they spent an hour debating who would be at right-back last week and got it completely wrong. They said it's impossible to predict Pep's lineup From week to week, and yeah. that's the luxury they've got. I mean, you say about the, the Huddersfield and the Wolves, the amount of earmark those two games for, to change different formations, I mean, or, or try, try different formations. It's possibly. I mean, next week they've got Newcastle at home. For me, for me, a, a worse team than Wolves on paper, and I think Wolves will finish ahead of them. Um, I, I, I honestly think I'll be abs- I think that Sane, Sterling, and Mares will all play tomorrow. I think they'll play Aguero up top. I think Mares will come in for Silver because I think they're going to have to look after Silver because he can't play every single game um, going forward, and they'll want him for Champions League and they want to rack him in Cottonwood. I know it's only week to week at the moment. But I think you'll see Sterling, Sané, and you'll see Mares in behind Aguero. I don't think I think Jesus will be on the bench. Of course, you said you're gonna they're gonna recall Kyle Walker. I think that will be the team that plays. And I, by no means is it a certainty, but I'd be very I won't be very I won't be surprised at all if all those three guys come in. I mean, yeah, you may be right. In a way, it doesn't matter because whatever team they play, the, it's frightening. The, whatever the front five are going to be remarkable. Whatever they play, and like I said, Mendy, I've highlighted him as danger man really. Mm-hmm today on the website um, four assists in two games Pep was lauding him last week said he's so good in the final third so clever so he's a massive danger man and he, he's not really the obvious one that you think of No, it's it's frightening what they've got 
It's frightening, but that's what, you know, like you say, they've come here, they've done brilliant last season. These are the kind of games you've got to enjoy as well. To have some of the best players in the world coming to Molyneux, well, this is what they deserve and this is what we should what? go and enjoy. It. And Wolves fans certainly won't see it this way. But Matt Wilson said to me the other day, Albion correspondent, when they were getting hammered by Man City last year, he just sat back and watched it mm. and enjoyed it. Mm. And no Wolves fan will see it that way. But um, you've got to enjoy the talents that are on show and the, and the occasion and, and they got hammered <laughs> <laughs> no it'd be a fantastic occasion people have got to embrace it and if we get beat by the best one of the best teams in the world if yeah. not the best mm-hmm. fair enough absolutely yeah absolutely good stuff right let's finish off with a prediction then before we go um, 6 nil, Man City uh, <laughs> I'll go first um, right I'm going to say forgive me forgive me peeps I still love you all I'm going to say Wolverhampton Wanderers 1 Manchester City Three will be my prediction on Saturday. Do you know? And that's, a, that's a head. That's a head prediction. Do you know we've predicted this? <laughs> heart, heart is two one Wolves. Do you know we've predicted the same result for the first three matches? Have we? Yeah. Um, are we going? Are we going for? Are we going a bit of three way? I'd love to say two two. I, th- I think Wolves look good going forwards. Look so good going forward against Leicester last mm. week. Man City will leave gaps. Yeah, they will. Of course, they will absolutely. They've got too much for Wolves on their day. Of course, they have. If Man City plays their potential, then it's it's a it's a it's a comfortable win. Mm-hmm. They were comfortable in beating Chelsea and Arsenal, not just Huddersfield. Yeah. In the Community Shield, in the Open Day of the League, uh, I would say three two to Man City. Three two to Manchester. City, absolutely stonker. Great. Myself and Tim will be there tomorrow. I'm sure you'll join us uh, for all the build up on this one. Uh, make sure you log on to the website today. We've had a few problems with some of the some technical issues, but we'll have plenty of pre-match banter for you later on today. And remember, make sure you enter for that special holiday to go to Barcelona. We shall see you at Molyneux tomorrow. From Tim, from myself, take care. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>